Solid Podcast is back and growing. Today, we have a very special guest, but before I get into any of that, I gotta take time to thank all of you for your undying support and constant push for me to bring back the Solid Podcast. Thanks to you, I'm off to a great start this season, and I will keep pushing to make the show better for you. I mean, I absolutely love getting all the comments and feedback from you folks. So remember, if you're new to the pod squad, follow Solid Pod on IG and Facebook and The Solid Pod on Twitter because, well, somebody had already jacked that name. Feel free to slide into my DMs and let me know if there's anything special you want me to talk about, anything you want to hear more of, any guests you think I need to have on the show, you have a business or a cause or something that you want to promote, slide into the DM, let me know, and I'll do my best to get it at you. Also, if you're new to the Pod Squad and you haven't done so already, please subscribe. You can subscribe at any of your favorite podcast getting spots, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Also, if you have time, I mean, like, I don't mean to be pushy or be thirsty, but yeah, please rate the show because rating the show and leaving a review helps the recommendation engines tell other people where, why they should listen, you know, so to speak. So you're sharing it with your friends. Well, you could just share it with your friends as well. But anyway, before I waste any more of your time, let's get started and welcome to another edition of The Solid Podcast. What's good, people? It's your man, CJ Fresh, battling the forces of wackness since 1982. You are now listening to The Solid Podcast, hosted by my main man, Dr. Rock. Rock. This is the dumbest thing to take this long to put a podcast together. And here he is, my Uncle Doc. He's smart. Believe me. Aloha, everybody, and welcome to the Solid Podcast. I am your host, Doc Rock. Today, I brought a special guest, a homie that I've known practically since I've moved to the island. Literally one of the coolest cats around, except for the fact that he's a Cowboys fan. <laughs> that part irritates that out of me. But uh, big ups to my homie, Big E. What's up, Eric? What's up, Doc? Thanks for having me today. Bruh, it's been years, son. We go way, way back. Right. Yeah. I remember, like, when I first thought I was, you know, getting into bodybuilding or whatever, as I would be in the gym, and everybody would be like, oh, man, you should talk to Little E. I was like, what the hell is a Little E? And this guy comes rolling around. I was like, that dude's not Little He's huge. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't know, I made a mix or something for you. Then I got yeah. this cool-ass shirt that yeah. said Big E. Right. And right. I used to rock that joint all the time. That was, yeah, that was late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I know. When I won the USA Championship, you did the mix for me. That was a cool LL Cool G mix. We that had. was when we, we had hair. That was when we had hair. <laughs> we had game, different kind of game back then. <laughs> Bruh, so one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on today is actually one of the models for this podcast, and I say it in many of the episodes, is my thing is we will all do better when we all do better, right? Okay. That's just something that I've learned a long time ago from some OG, and it stuck with me. Okay. and then. I saw over the last, like, I think maybe like six to eight months or so, you've been doing this thing every day better. Correct. And I like that because it's even a, there's like a point to it, right? Like you got to get up every day and do something to make something better. And I don't think people realize how sometimes breaking 
you know, these like monstrous tasks down to simple steps mm -hmm. can really help you. So explain to me like your idea behind it and what it means to you. And yeah, whatever. I mean, it's just free flow. So just, you know, speak it's, on it. It started with my son, you know, he's in high school and he's, you know, he's a teenager. So sometimes he gets frustrated or he wants to be a perfectionist sometimes on that way. And I said, you just got to break it down to small attainable tasks. Uh, it developed with my personal training business where I'm always talking with clients. Everybody want to be skinny or have abs or whatever. That's a long-term goal. Some of it's not reality-based. You put a lot of work in, but it's easier for them to obtain small, short-term goals. So like we're talking, say we want to lose 50, let's work on five pounds. But let's work on this week. Let's be consistent on doing your cardio or exercising or whatever. So small, little, tiny goals adding up to a big ball, turning to a huge goal. So just every day better. Instead of thinking I'm going to do something for a week or, or a month or a year, it's easy to have that long-term goal and then let it fall apart. So it just real, just short term of obtainable goals every day better. It just, it kind of, I kept saying it and people were like, I kind of like that. And I rolled it around and I, and I was on the toilet and I made a little logo on an app for free. That's what I do in my business. And I thought, oh, that looks pretty good. I don't know if it's even grammatically correct, but then I was like, every day better. I thought EDB, that kind of catches. I played around with it and I made a shirt and people liked it. And I, I took a, to the other island and, and the TSA guy said, every day better. And then two or three people said, every day better. I realized I like logos that are really bold and basic, not too busy. And it was easy. They could see it hundred yards away, came back, made 50 shirts. And in one day I sold 50 shirts. Instagram. <laughs> Crazy. I think, Whoa. okay, I'm an old man, but this might, I might be onto something. And the more I talked about it and the more I, I wore the shirt and kind of just, you know, spun things in my head. I go, this might work. We might have something here. And that's kind of how it started. So April 1st, I started. So it's really? been about, yeah. So almost a year. Yeah. So we've done about 10 months. It's been, it's been a uh -huh. crazy. Yeah. It's, it's organically developed. I think it's, I think it's dope that it started on April 1st, right? Cause like, you know, it's April Fool's Day. And that whatever. was part of the joke. I was kind of playing with it in March. Okay. I'm going to launch it April 1st. And I did like a, a cheap eats with Augie and Guy. And that was the first time I bought the shirt. So they took a picture with the shirts down at the Earl Sandwich down here. And that was the first day I launched the shirt, April 1st. So people didn't know if it was a joke or it was for real. And then that's kind of how it started. So. Yeah. Bruh, I like that concept because I think it's very easy to be like, actually, I have a friend right now. She's prepping for a wedding and, you know, she's asking me some stuff and, you know, she's like trying to lose weight. And I guess, you know, that's just something that brides always do. I think she looks perfectly fine as it is. And I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure her man thinks so, too. But right. for whatever reason, girls always want to lose, you know, right before that wedding. They want to look course. their best. You know, I get that. And then so she was like looking into some things and I'm like, you know, some of that seems, you know, a little bit faddish to me. So, you know, I, I like your concept of if you want to, you know, say like drop 15 pounds for a wedding, let's get that first three, let's get that first yeah. five. And then from there, just, you know, keep going. Because I always do tell my, my younger friends too, I was like, hey, you got to learn how to celebrate the small victories. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Celebrating those small victories give you that motivation to like, you know, keep your joint going, you know, yeah. get to that next level. And then actually I, I tagged you on one of her things because she was like talking, I don't know, about paleo or some kind of weird stuff about BMI, okay. you know? And I was like, yo, the only way to really test that is like, uh, used to be hydrostatic texting. And I guess now they have something called DEXA where they DEXA, can, yeah. they can kind of scan pod, you. They have a couple of different things. And I was like, those are probably more accurate than the dude at the gym, you know, squeezing you with the thing. Yeah. Because even if they're trying, this is just human beings in general. And I'm not trying to say like the gym dudes are corrupt, but like even a human being that has something to gain from selling you training, his measurements, it just by self-preservation is not going to be as accurate as somebody that has nothing to do with it. Right, right. Yeah, there's 
Yeah, there's ulterior motives for sure. Guaranteed, right. Yeah. And, and they might not even try to be goofy about it, right? Mm -hmm. It's just your brain does. I mean, people do weird things when they're trying to, you know, pay bills, right? right. So it's like, yo, if I get this lady to pick up a package, yo, I'm going to hit my quota this month and I'll get that trip to Vegas or something. Exactly. And then, you know, without even misintent, he might, you know, get the measurements off. So I'm like, yo, you should go see that. So I like that idea of the small goals. Now, for yourself personally, like, is this something that you've been doing for your training? Because, I mean, you've been competing for years. Are, are you still competing? I think I'm done. I'm uh, 53 now, but I, I never say never. I think I'm a bodybuilder for life. I'm always, I still think I could kick all the young guys' ass. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I still, I mean, I'm physically capable of training and competing in shows, but I'm just so busy with the everyday better and my training and my wife and my son, life happens. So uh, if, if the time arises later, maybe, but I mean, I started competing in 87. So it's been a, it's been a decent run over 30 years and I've been personal training since 93, so almost 30 years. Yeah. So I've been doing this for, for a while, longer than some of these other guys have been alive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no so, doubt. Yeah. Well, and I think that that stands to your expertise and why, you know, the, the people that you've worked with in the past or, you know, even people that you've competed with and stuff like that, like everybody still knows you. Like you're just one of those guys that have been around forever. And I have never heard an ill word about you ever. And you know, that, in this yeah. town, it's very easy. It's for, easy. Yeah, it's yeah. easy to talk smack about yeah. somebody or it's easy to get caught up in wanting to be something different. Right. So I guess... In the, in the age where everyone, especially us OGs, we tend to talk a lot about how we feel that a lot of the young cats are fake or, you know, they're not doing their thing. But I always want to flip that. And I'm like, you know, that's on us. Yeah. Like, we set the tone. We set the example. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons why I do this podcast is hopefully that somebody will hear episode one to 50, whatever episode right, they right. roll into, and get something out of it that can help, you know? This is literally therapy for myself, but I just therapy out loud because I've always been like that. I was just listening to Protect Your Neck. Yeah. And I always wondered about how they, how the hell Google gets my stuff. So I already learned. I'm an old dog, and I, I learned something from just listening to half of it this morning about the trackers and stuff. Because yeah. I, was, I was like, how the hell am I searching for something? And now everything pops up, and I don't really know technology. And that's it. I already learned something from you already. See, yeah. And, and, yeah. and to some people, that's scary. Like, some people say, oh, I don't have nothing to hide. And I'm like, yeah, I can I can set up a scenario that will freak you out. And oh, then you it. won't say that. Yeah. I used to be that dude. I right. was the cocky one. I'm a nerd. I ain't do nothing bad. I love technology. I have nothing to hide. Right. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, maybe, <laughs> maybe you always want to have something to hide. You yeah, know? yeah. So, like, I think. And, and I think the examples that you said and, you know, that we said online kind of sets these these kids up. Or, and I hate to call them kids because a lot of these guys are in their 20s or whatever. But that's just a sign of us getting old. Right. Um, we have to set examples for them. We can't just blame the millennials for everything because we set that up. Mm -hmm. We put them in that position. So, like, uh, Lanai and I, we always joke about, oh, we got to be uncle. Because remember, us guys, when like, we was going to McDonald's or, you know, to the mall even back in the day. And you did something stupid, any random person on the block would be like, yeah. hey, yeah. what you guys doing? I'm correct you, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then now, I guess because everyone's afraid to say something to somebody else's kids, like no one will correct, but then they'll go on the net and complain about how kids are acting. Yeah. I'm like, well, what did you do to attempt to even just say something? We lost that sense of community. Right, that's yep. a sense yep. of community, yeah. right? Yep. Yep. So uh, a, a deep one for me that goes way, way back, and I don't even remember where I got it from, but it was, uh, even though the message may not be received, doesn't mean it's not worth sending. Right. 
right sure. so like i see a kid at at starbucks and he's rocking the you know aloha shirt you know the big aloha print all the way across mm-hmm. and you know there's the two uh tourists they got a bag full of stuff and they coming in and he just opened the door and walk in yeah and then i i ran you know i grabbed the door for them i let him in and then i told the kid i was like hey come here <laughs> I was like, you can't wear that shirt saying you rep Aloha yeah. when you don't even hold the door for these ladies, you know? And they're and it doesn't matter to the tourists or not. They're just two women, right, bro. Right. You're a young dude. Yeah. Like, man to man, you hold the door for females. No matter how much they want equality, trust me, they love you opening the door because a lot of dudes don't do it no more. It's sad. My son will go do it. Like, you know, we'll go to the mall and he'll open the door, help, help a lady at whatever the store. And they're always, oh, you, you raised your son right. You know, thank you. It's so great. And I go, sad, yeah? And she's like, why is it sad? I said, sad because this should be commonplace. You right. shouldn't be surprised that a young man opens the door for you. It should be commonplace. So it should be regular. But it's sad because she's so surprised because it never happens because kids are running in front of you all the time. My son is adamant about, I always, I always say, keep your head on a swivel. Just nowadays because people are crazy, but just watch for people. So if somebody's falling, he's going to help them up. That's how, kind of how I was raised. So he, I'm probably because if somebody falls down, he'll help them pick it up. He'll, he'll help grab something or give, give somebody a hand, open the door. And I mean, I got one shot, one kid. So I'm glad he does that. But it's sad that it's not common. It's very yes. rare. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny because you're right. When Whenever you do something like that, which, you know, people will consider it nice. And I was like, no, that's just how I was raised. And, you know, when my mom them used to say it, I used to think it was just dumb. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. she can open her own door. Right. But my mom was the type that would be sitting like five feet from the fridge and ask you to get her a glass of water. Yeah. And I'm like, you're sitting right there. She's like, all right, cool. You're going to make all your own dinner. Exactly. Whatnot, yeah. right? You're not so, going to win that one. <laughs> so yeah. So I learned a long time ago that, you know, you get in where you fit in and help yeah. wherever you can just try to be of assistance. Correct. And you know, the strangest thing about that, um, especially in this, this day and age of we're starting to understand better, like mental health. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You're opening the door for somebody or being nice to somebody or complimenting them. Hey, man, you know, I really I really dig those kicks. Right. You could take somebody out of a funky moment and then change the rest of their day. No doubt. Yeah. Just for something very, very simple, like, you know, little acts of aloha here and there Just or for, gesture, for the people yeah. in the mainland, little yeah. acts of kindness. Right. right. So I think it's very important to, to get out of your own self sometimes and, you know, be willing to like, hey. I love it when I'm in the store and I'm like running late and I got like a, you know, a water and a sandwich or something and somebody buying all their groceries and they look at you, yo, yo, go first, you right, know? Right. And a lot of times I'll decline it because, yeah. you know, I don't know what's going on there, but like, that's a game changer for the day. Sometimes that stops you from being late. Right. But people, see, that's good because people are aware, but most people are not aware. They're in their own little bubble on their phone doing their thing. And that's my problem with people nowadays and they're not aware. So they bump into you and they go, you know, what's your problem? But they weren't paying attention. So we like, same thing. We lost that sense of community. We don't look each other in the eye. We don't come. But like you said, small thing, I'll go to the bank. And I'll, I'm hoping I'll get the most grouchiest lady teller. And then I go, I like your dress. And yeah. whether, whether she believes me or not, my intentions are good. Yeah. And lots of times she'll oh, thank you. And I say, you have a great day. And it sounds like a, a small thing, but they go, wow, I really appreciate that. Cause you yeah. don't know what, you know, like you know sometimes what going traffic is my thing. I, I get nuts in traffic. My oh, wife, you never know what's going on with these people. Somebody's husband could have passed away. They could have, they could have diarrhea. You never know why they're, they're crazy. She goes, but you just think about it. So I grabbed the wheel and I'm, I'm getting older. So I, I kind of keep it together now. Before I used to just fly off the handle. Oh, I, I'm a but, road rage. Yeah, road that's, rage. that's my Achilles heel. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. So now I'm older and I drive slower and I, I drive in the 
that 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 laying with the kid in, so it's a little more mellow. I'm a kinder, gentler nation now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because you're right. You never really know what's going on in somebody else's world, you know. And it's sad because it's very easy. Like one thing I pick up on a lot is like you know people are very upset and get a little bit complainy about the homeless situation, right. and I understand that. But according to what you just posted, you know, whenever uh, Hawaii News Now or some other news organization writes this article that you need like 400 grand to live a week in Hawaii, everyone acts like they're broke. Well, yeah. I'm like, according to your Facebook post, bro, you're not that far away from being homeless, too. So yeah, yeah. Um, which is it? You know, like you got to have some some. And it's like, even if you are safe, anything could happen. Man, when 2008 came around, bro, I know folks that thought they were set just got instantly ruined yeah you yeah. know you know my my people lost half of their retirement that funds because of that check yeah you know what i'm saying so like you might not be that far away from being homeless too so you can't just like think that you know they're the scourge or whatever and a lot of those people just need mental help we just don't have facilities for them it's really sad i was talking uh i was a couple weeks ago i for a while i just did like a little instagram story just the thoughts i had random thoughts in traffic like whatever I, I see or whatever I think about, you know, it relates and then I'll just talk about it. People, they really like it because I'm being really honest. So people, I, I know a lot of people just always complaining and they're talking about their stuff and their drama. And they were just, I was just having a bad day and I told my wife, I said, you know, it's funny. Nobody asked me how I'm doing. And she says, you know what? Somebody told me this the other day and I thought the same thing is because you project, you're, you put yourself out there. You're always positive. You're always motivating people. You're always happy. You're never, you're never negative for the most part. You don't, you don't talk about your dirty laundry. People automatically think you're good. You talk about your wife, talk about saying, my life is, I'm not going to lie, my life is blessed. I'm very grateful. I've put myself in this position. So I worked hard. But so I never put out negative stuff. I never complained about money or whatever. So people, they think Eric's got it so made that no sense ask. And I have a couple friends, I'm not going to mention names, but every time I talk to them, that's all they talk about is bad stuff. So we'll, we'll sit for an hour and they talk about themselves. And not once do they ask, how's your wife? How's the business? How's your son? How you feeling? And I always make sure I ask them, how's your wife? How's your kids? How's it going? And that's just, that's my personality. And I don't do it to get in return, but every once in a while, it'd be nice if somebody yes, asks how yes. I'm doing. Just a small thing. But she's like, it's good and bad because I've set myself up. So these people think I'm, I'm on this cloud nine bubble that everything is so hunky. And most of the time it is. I'm not going to lie. But every once in a while, like you're saying, it'd be nice if somebody goes, hey, Eric, how you feeling, man? How's your wife? How's your kids? Even if it's great, I'll say, thanks for asking. But just taking that small step to go, hey, doc, how you feeling today, man? Yes. How's your back? How's your knees? You had knees, sir. You know what I mean? Game yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. So it's a small thing. And sometimes you're opening the door for, for lots of stuff. But still, I mean, you, you need, we need to take a moment and just look somebody in the eye and say, hey, Doc, how you feeling today? Well, when that how's other it? person dumps on you, yeah. you could have just changed the direction for them. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And um, I was telling you before we started the show, like when I was on the radio, um, I used to get irritated when, you know, I was a new kid on the block. So, like, Lanai and Augie, you know, Rory, Shalene, Greg, all of them, they got an event, so the whole station is out. Right. And then Yoda would be like, hey, you go run the board. And I'd be like, damn, well, I got to stay back here in the <laughs> box where every, yeah. everybody's at the concert or the yeah. show, right. you know, yeah. like, while and out, I'm sitting back here bored. So I'd be mad, and I'm doing my thing, and somebody would call in, and I could hear in their voice that there's, you know, something going on. They're a little uncomfortable, you right. know? And then so rather than just take their request and hang up, I'd be like, hey, why don't you hang out with me? Yeah. And they'd be like, what? I mean, yeah, I'm going to do this show. You could do the show with me. Just stay yeah. on the phone. Right. And, you know, I would have folks that I'm talking to in between songs or in between commercials, right. like when I don't have the mic on, 
And we're just clowning, laughing, catching up, like seeing how they doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you probably don't know this, but I probably sound sexy on the radio, yeah? But I'm about ugly, dude. Like, if, you, if you seen it, like, you wouldn't even know. Like, we was just cracking jokes right, with right. them, saying dumb yeah. stuff. And then uh, not that long ago, I was in the, in the grocery store, and this dude just, like, rolled up on me kind of timidly. And he was like, hey, it used to be on the radio. And I was like, yeah, on I-94, you know, I was Doc Rock. And he goes, man, you don't know this, but, like, when I was in high school, I had a bad breakup, and I was thinking about, like, killing myself. Mm-hmm. And then you you asked me to, like, hang out with you on the show. Right. And then we talked all night. Like, you had me on, like, your whole show until you was ready to get off. And that, that kind of changed my life. Anyway, this is my wife and my kids, and, you know, blah, blah, That's blah. Heavy. So, yeah. like, I'm like, yo, I was just a knucklehead on the radio, right, son. Right, yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. just cracking jokes, right. you know, being me. And you never really know that type of impact you have on folks. So, like, I think even more when I hear stuff like that, like, it makes me stop and take inventory, you know. And I'll be the first one. To like, you know, go to my random friends on, on, uh, when I see a post or whatever and be like, Hey, how you doing? You know, like I miss you. I love you kind of thing. Right. Because we getting at that point where, yo, we losing people. We losing people that we, you ever read the book, The Road Less Traveled? No. But it talks about, we have the capacity to be cathartic and love. So certain people have the capacity. So you and me, we have the capacity to show more love to love. Some people just don't know how or they're, they're in a bad place. But for me, I, I feel like I got lots of love and lots of gratitude and lots of love to give. So if we have it, then why not share it? You got to share it. I have the capacity to share motivation or what. I'm not perfect by any means, but like for myself, I try to live my life open and people can relate to me because I'm not trying to be fake. And that's the key. That's yeah. the key yeah. is like, in, in when I'm motivating you like and I'm getting in your ass about something, uh, it's not necessarily I'm trying to tell you what to do because I think I'm better. A lot of times, you, I, my me teaching you, I'm reminding myself I got to do it. You that's, know what I mean? That's exactly so why. I do, when yeah. I reach out to my friends, you know, I say, hey, you know, why don't you try this, this, and this? I'm trying to let them know, hey, I got to do the same thing. I'm with you. Hey, if you need a partner, if you need an accountability partner, yeah. let's do this together, you know? And, like, I think we forget that, that we do have that ability because as dudes, and I think we're worse, Sometimes, like you said, we putting out this this you know. If, according to social media, all I do is is eat and travel. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, that's the. If, pr- if you look at my feed, yeah, that fool is on the jet, or he's at yeah. Ethos with he's like Ethos again, yeah. again, yeah. again. Yeah. But like, yo, I, I do a lot of things, and so it, it I, like you said, when I was in the hospital, and like that strange story for me is. uh my body did not adapt to them opioids. Like I can't even see now going through the surgery, yeah. how people take that mess recreationally. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to pass judgment on nobody, yeah. but yo, on day two, my body was addicted. Yeah. So like I'm tripping. Yeah. And the first thing that I said was like, I'm the dude that people bring their troubles to, mm. but who do I talk to? Right. Exactly. Right. So I started running down the network and I'm trying to think and whatnot. And so I hit up my boy CJ and I was like, hey, you still doing the drug counseling type stuff? And he was like, yeah. I was like, bruh, I'm worried about getting addicted to this mess, but they keep telling me I got to take it because right. my surgery was, you know, pretty intense. And, you know, homie took time out of his schedule and he got three kids and what two of the kids is like in, in the books and one of the kids is ball his life. You know, he coaching, whatever. He took time out of schedule to drive out from Milani, come to town and hang out with me, you know, in the the sick hotel right and then just be like yo you got this and if you have any questions or you start fiending or whatever hit me up like right. i'll come and slap them out your hands yeah exactly <laughs> you know and like i think 
sometimes as dudes, like we don't reach out for help. Yeah. You know, and I'm like any of my friends that's listening to this, or even if you ain't my friend, I got my email is on the on the podcast. Yo, if you feeling some type of way and you just want to vent at somebody, hey, I'm there. Yeah, I might not know nothing. I might yeah. not have zero answers because yeah. I don't fish or I don't yeah. ball. Yeah, but hey, I would just at least try to tell you that you 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 somebody cares, so stay well, in. Well, there's there. an ear, yeah. You you land an ear, yeah. yeah. Some people just need to be listened to. I mean. I try to fix everybody because that's my nature to be controlling. Me too. And fix I get in trouble yeah. for that. But I'm learning. My wife always say, "You can't fix everybody. You just gotta listen and, <laughs> and, and do your thing." But yeah, Dude, I try to tell people pa. all the time. My pa was like, "You can't fix everybody." I'm yeah. like, "I'm gonna try though." That's that's, you know? that's why I get frustrated. But I mean, my thing is like I tell people now I love them, and it's not super macho, but I could care less. I mean, yeah. I tell my dad I love him all the time. Um, I'm in my fifties now. You never know what's gonna happen. So I tell people I love him. These guys look at me like, "Whoa!" And after a second, I go, "Oh, I love you too, bro." Like, How'd that feel? He goes, "That was really hard, man." Because I'm Japanese or I'm someone or whatever. It's like to say that. But then when I say it all the time, now they go, dude, I love you, bro. When like, I first yeah. moved here, yeah. like I always told all my friends, like, I love you, bro. And then they would look at me like I was crazy and like yeah. nobody got that. But y'all came from the East Coast in the 80s yeah. where like I see dude in class on Tuesday and I'm like, hey, we're going to we're gonna ball on Thursday. Like after class, I hope I see you. Yeah. And then on Wednesday, they shot from a drive-by right. or a bad drug deal or something, yeah. you know, so... I always been like that. My my boy, uh, Chris, Rob, Rex, you know, all of the crew I grew up with, we was always about that. And I remember, you know, uh, ex-girlfriend asked me, like, why do you tell all your friends I love you? And I'm like, because I do. And she was like, but you got to say that to your female friends too? I was like, hold on, wait a minute. You knew. Yeah. I'm going to tell you point blank. At the moment, yeah. I love them more than I love you. Right. So you got to work your we way got up. history, yeah. You got to catch up. <laughs> yeah. Like, these are my people. Like, yeah. like uh, my, my homegirl, Danny, who I call my little sister, every chance I get, I tell I love her. Because you just never know. Yeah. You know, and then we went through, you know, coming up together. And so I think, bro, super important. I mean, we say aloha, and yeah, that's what it means. But some people want to hear the, the real thing. Because you might be the only person that's telling them. Exactly. I mean, yeah, and how hard is that? I mean, and what does it take for me? Yeah. I don't care what people think. Right, it's a couple of syllables. Now, some people throw that around and they don't mean it. And you know what? I'd rather you throw it and not mean it than don't throw it at all. Because even if you don't mean it, if I hear it and 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 I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Hey, you changed my day. Right. I mean, you could tell 10 people they love it. Nine don't want it, but that one person, yeah. Game changer. And how hard was that? Exactly. Yeah. So, I, I love this everyday better thing, dude. Like, Tell us me a little bit about the the shirts and like you know like how can people get on that you know like what what is your your mission for that thing? It, it just started out like a, a simple thing for for my fitness clients, and then I was talking to my son, and I realized that I have one son, and he's fifteen, and 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 school is rough, and he goes to private school, and you know it, it's it's a very stressful time, and you know I want him to do good in jujitsu, and I want him to do this, and he got girls, and there's a lot of things going on, so I said. Sometimes you get overwhelmed. You know what I mean? I remember being 15. I just wanted to hey, change. Hey, tell stuff. me if you got girl problems. Come see Uncle Doc. Yeah, I got you. I don't know if I want to do, want to do that, but <laughs> he hears the stories from me. But um, I'm just like, you, sometimes you get overwhelmed with the whole big picture. I said, you just got to take every day, one day at a time. You know, you got chemistry, you got girls here, you got jujitsu. Just one, one day at a time, every day better. And I started talking to my clients. And then I realized it's not only a fitness thing, it's every day better with your relationships, every day better with your finances, every day better with, with, with your, your religion if you have one, every day better with your health. So it became, and I realized this thing was, people started feeding in and, and hearing me say that and it got bigger and bigger. And I realized this is not a fitness thing. This is a very, it's just a mindset. So I, I thought it's a, it's a mantra, it's a motto, it's a meaning, it's a motivation, it's a mindset, it's all these M's, but it really started fitting in. And the more I just started scribbling stuff down, I got a little notebook, I'm kind of old school, but I just realized that, that 
everything in my life this applies to. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm feeling junk. You can talk about everyday better. Health, you can talk about everyday better. But finances, so anything, you can take small little steps, set up a plan, write stuff down, and, and, and take these small steps to get to the ultimate goal. And I started talking to people about it, and I never got anything negative. Everybody's like, well, I really, really like that. And the more I talked about it, and I just started, you know, and I'm, I'm old, so I don't really know this in Instagram game, but every time I started hashtagging it, people started following and writing this thing over and over again. And every time I'd say something, I would say everyday better. Just anyway, I'd be getting their ear and getting their head and I do a video and the people start going, Hey man, I, that, I thought about that for two days and I was driving on and I was all upset with my wife or whatever. And I realized I, I got to do a little bit better every day. I can do a little bit better. I, and I realized that there's things that in my life I can't control, but I can do this to make my life better for me. And that in turn will make my life with my wife better. So I got all this feedback and I started putting stuff together and I thought, okay, I'll make a shirt. And I like big, basic logos yeah. and I made it really bold. And like I said, it's funny, but I did it on some little Font, Fonto app on the toilet. That's what I do on my business in the morning. I'm a great, uh, that's my brainstorm. And I just made a logo and I called up Maui Bay, the booty goo guys, and let's say make a shirt. And then I did like 50 and then one day they were gone. Bruh. And I don't know how to market or do Instagram or whatever, but I thought, okay, we got something. So I just kept it black and white, real basic. Everybody wears black, right? Yep. Yeah. Big, skinny, tall, short, black, white. We wear black. So I did it again. And I thought, okay, I don't really like hoodies, but everybody's wearing hoodies in the gym. So I made a couple hoodies and then I said, I'll try a couple things. And I just, I kind of ran with it. And then before you know it, I'd sold you know, a couple hundred. And I said, I tried a different color. And people started giving me feedback. And I was like, well, this is kind of fun. And I thought if this never changes or if it's over, it's been a good experience. But I'm getting feedback and messages. And, I'm, and people are starting to call me and say, you know, I have cancer. And I saw that shirt. It's incredible. I got over a stroke. I mean, like heavy kind of stuff. I'm Bruh. getting divorced. I wanted to commit suicide. I was like, wow. So I, I feel like I have a responsibility in some way to, to, to help these guys. So I would reach out and I would contact these people. And I don't have, I mean, it's weird. I don't have a laptop. I don't have a desktop. I have a phone. So everything is done by the phone. And I decided I'm old school, so I'm going to keep it old school. So this, this brand basically started very organic. So everybody who gets a shirt is either text me or meets me in person or, or on Instagram. I have a relationship with. So I've built it from the ground up, grassroots relationships with these people. Building relationships, yeah, bro. And that's what it's all about. So, and if you know me, you know me, that's the kind of person I'm at. I'm really, my, wearing my heart on my sleeve. I'm very open among myself. I'm five foot tall, bald and white. So I mean, you can't tell me I don't think I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? You can talk about, but that's who I am. So, but with this brand, I feel like it's in my soul. I really feel passionate about it. So when you're passionate about something, it's not like it's work. And it kind of goes right along line with, with my, my training. So I went and I trademarked it and I, I registered in Hawaii. So you got to be safe. I wouldn't only do that because I'm a trusting person. But yeah. then with business, you got to be smart, right? Yeah. So I thought you never know where it's going to be. And it's been incredible. So we've, uh, we've, so 2,200 pieces in 10 months. God, that's incredible. And the, the reason was not to make money. So I haven't really made it because I keep putting the money back was, was to give back and to, to create change. And I think a lot of people talk about change, but you got to be the change. Yeah. So, and I'm tired of people talking about stuff, but never doing anything. So I tell my son, we got to give back. So we do a lot of charity stuff. And like most recently, this, you know, the, sadly, these officers were killed a couple weeks ago. My dad is retired HPD. My son wants to be a police officer. So this is the perfect vehicle to, to do something for these people. You know, so we made a blue line shirt and all the profits go, go to the families. Nice. And, and we, we went back and forth with other people, like other things about proceeds and profits, but I want to be transparent. So I'm not making a dime. I might even be losing money, but this is my way of giving back to these families who they lost a provider. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No you know, doubt. So, Man, but, it's crazy. So I've done, so I got that. I got, you know, doing a podcast to do is fantastic. I have uh, three or four schools I'm making shirts for. I'm making shirts for a couple of churches. So I'm, I'm talking to teams now. So people can, can always call me like, 
So if you, let's say you have a soccer team and the soccer team wants to raise money, they sell sweet bread or candy or whatever. They make two bucks. So my idea is the soccer team, let's say it's the, the, the Dolphins or whatever. We make a shirt with my logo on the front with their colorway and Dolphins on the back. And I sell them the shirt for like cost 10, 10 bucks or whatever. And they sell it for 25. So, so I, I just, so they make more. So they make, they make 10, 15 bucks off yeah. a shirt. Everybody wants to buy a shirt. I'm not losing money, but my brand gets out there. Everybody's happy. If the parents bought it, so everybody sells two or three shirts. You sell 50, 60, 100 shirts or whatever. They're making a huge profit for their team. My brand gets out there. Everybody wins. Yeah. So those are the things that I'm working on now to give back. Because yeah, It wasn't really about the money and I don't want to get blinded by the money. I have a job. I'm a trainer. This thing is more, you know, I want this, this brand to be big. I want to be able to touch a lot of people in every different way I can. So that's what's happening. I'm excited about it. Yeah. It's, it's good too. And, and the, the crazy part is the message is so short. It's so digestible. Yeah. Like you could translate it in a hundred languages and everybody will get it. Yeah. You know, it's like there's, it doesn't have to be crazy. There's no special system. You got system. the Japan connection. Yeah. Every, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Like, money like, mochoto, you know, like a little bit better. It's like, you don't have, again, like there's all these, you know, quotes and stuff about like, you know, the journey of 10,000 miles started with the first step and there's so much stuff around it. But the simplicity of everyday better to me is mad powerful. I love when you do your, uh, your, your hot takes in the morning. Like, you know, when I was in the hospital and recovering and like, man, should I have done this? Like, am I ever going to be able to get right. back? When I first stood up that first day, they brought us in. Like, yo, I could barely walk. I yeah. was like, man, what did I just do? Yeah. And then, you know, like watching your stuff, you know, it's like, hey, I could do this, you know? And then I always remember back in one of your last events, you was training and all you kept talking about is like, yeah, I'm going to do this event. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win a trophy. But I can't wait to get back to Donuts. <laughs> That's my <laughs> I, thing. Yo, that cracked me up. And ever since then, I was like, see, something as simple as setting a, a tiny reward for yourself. Right. Like, all you wanted was a damn donut. Every donut better. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, bruh, you're not even like, let me get this trophy. You're like, let me get back to this donut. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. work my butt off yeah. now so I can get to these donuts. Whatever and I, the motivation, I thought it was, yeah. that was cool, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then so... I think people can learn. Like, if you aren't already following, there is an Instagram account for Everyday Better now. Everyday Better Hawaii. And the other one is Hawaii Trainer. That's my personal, yeah. Okay. So make sure you follow Hawaii Trainer. Make sure you get on uh, Everyday Better on IG. And I think it's something that everybody should inspire themselves to do. And it could be the smallest thing. Like, go rearrange your kitchen. Like, move stuff around in your fork drawer. And once your fork drawer or your silverware drawer looks good, then you'll be like, damn, let me get these cans straight. Next right, thing you know, yeah. you're arranging the cans. I have done that many times. Just go in the kitchen and do something small. And next thing you know, I done threw everything in the floor and cleaned all the counters and put everything back. And you stand back Ten and be hours like, later, yeah. look at you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's how it starts, right? It's simple. Yeah. Like when, when I was at PT a couple months ago, I, I just recently posted this picture. They gave me this broomstick and told them to hold behind my neck. And we want you to just like, you know, pretend like you're doing the squat. And that was the hardest thing in the world. I was like, man, I used to squat all the time, like yeah. every day training. Right. I was like, I can't even squat a broomstick. Mm -hmm. And then a month and a half later, they got me in the squat rack doing full squats, doing deadlifts. And again, like a, just a randomest thing happened. One day I was like not feeling right. My, my joints was hurting. And I was like so irritated with PT. And Saleh walks in, Konishki to the rest right. of the world. And he was like, hey, bro, how you been? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you got knee surgery too? He's like, yeah, like a month ago. 
And that dude is powering through it. Yeah. And I was like, man, I can't not do this because, hey, that's my boy. He going to look at me and clown me like, come yeah, on, son. Yeah. I know you better than this. Right. But just to see a dude at that big, at his size, is still motivating like everybody in the room. Every All the old ladies that's doing their stuff or OGs that's in there, they got like shoulder fix, whatever. He's motivated everybody to keep going. He even has the teachers in there doing like sumo moves and he can, in like less than a month, get into a sumo squat. I was barely bending my knees. I'm like, come on, you're not doing this right. And again, it's not about comparing yourself. If nothing, you take the power from them, right? Yeah. So like everybody was kind of in their feelings about Kobe. And I was like, I never really liked Kobe, mm -hmm. but I appreciate this ball, you yeah. know, and I appreciate the fact that a human being lost his life and, you know, the, the wife lost a husband and a daughter. I appreciate that. Yeah. But we so busy vaulting up these other cats, yeah. but not like vaulting up yourself or better yet, vault up a friend. You got a friend going through some heat right now. You're not vaulting them up the way you vaulting up Kobe. I agree. So I have friends that said they were crying their eyes out. But when, when somebody in their family has an issue, they don't care. Yeah. Like, but these guys that? are losing their mind because Kobe died. But how about, how about taking care of home first? Yeah. Right. Start with the home. So yeah. like, I was thinking like, oh, next week I'm going to make a a whole like long post about Rich Gannon in the good years we had as Raiders <laughs> because we're going to cry about Rich when he died. We're going to cry about, you know, eight, three straight AFC championships and all of the yardage in like Tim Brown and, you know, like why we don't vault these cats up? If we're going to do it, why you don't vault them up before something bad happens? Right. You know, speak on it. You know, like uh, I was watching a podcast today talking about Cube and how instrumental he was to the music industry. And I'm like, yeah, but nobody's even doing that right now. They're going to wait till there is no cube to try to talk yeah. about it, you know? So one, you got to take stock in yourself and lift yourself up the same way you would a Kobe or a LeBron or whomever. Lift your neighbors and your neighborhood up. Mm -hmm. Like, I have friends right now living in the same house for 10 years, and they know their neighbor's name, but they don't really talk to the neighbors. Yeah, When we was growing up, I do something stupid. The neighbor would come out the house and slap the mess out of me. Yep. And then tell my mom I get slapped yep. again. Yep. You know, like everybody knew everybody. Like nobody was going to rob you because the neighbor was watching. Right. You know, it was different. Like you had occasional, you know, robberies and that, but not like now. It's easy. It's burglars because they know the neighborhood don't be talking to each right. other. Person snatching. I thought that only happened in movies. Now it's every Bruh. day. Person snatching was a movie term. Yeah. And now it's it's all the time. Yeah. That's crazy. And so like I'm I'm out here telling my friends, like, if we are doing better job of like you say head on a swivel, that's a military term too. If you got your head on a swivel and you watching and you watching the parking lot, you can just see that shady movement before it happens. Yeah, yeah. Right? As a as an ex club person, I remember me and James Coach to be in the booth and be like, there finna be a fight tonight. Yeah. He'd be like how you know? And James is like, no, you can just see the tension in the room. We'll be looking yeah, around. Yeah. And next thing you know, like there's a squab, you know? And, and if I think that people can feel that. So if we, again, just do better, right? Just pay attention, speak to people that acknowledging people make, you know, make them feel better. Then maybe that alerts them. Somebody looking at their phone or whatever. You say, Hey, how's it going? They'll lift up. And then when they lift up, they might see a danger or they'll might, you know, just be better. There's, there's a lot and more to And I've told to people it. too, if you, if you even want to get down to brass axes and be selfish, if I'm telling you how you're doing today to make myself better, that's not a bad thing. That's it. Because like you're talking about wellness and, and mental health, 
Sometimes I need to, so I got to take care of me first before I can take care of you. So everybody, so if I'm telling you, hey doc, how you doing today? You feel better, but inside I'm doing a good deal. I feel better. So we're both feeling better. So just, I mean, you know, your intentions are good. So if you want to make yourself feel better and you're not taking care of somebody's power, like you said, or squashing somebody, then that's okay. But do stuff that make you feel better first. You can't make, I've tried myself to make other people happy, but I can't until I'm happy. Yes. It's got to start from within. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's true. It's definitely, and I know as a person who's like always going around and getting everybody else kind of hyped up, it's definitely one of those things where when I'm not in a good mood, I'm I'm not good at consoling people. And so that's why I try to keep in my positive spirits as much as possible. Yeah. All right. Before we wrap this, number one, um, if you need to get a shirt, follow the Everyday Better Instagram account and then just slide into his DM. Because because he old school, he don't have a site yet. I'm gonna fix that. Yeah. I'll make it my. I'm gonna make it my day to make every (laughs) site better. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And then um, I like to if you have a, a book or something that you're watching or a quote, or just, you know, something that you think somebody should pay attention to, like, this is your chance to shine? No, what, what, what books have I read? I read, I'm reading Jocko Willick. You know Jocko? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, he's yeah. The, the, the Navy SEAL yeah. dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then I read, uh, um, what's his name, uh, David Goggins? I mean, I'm on that right now, can't yeah. hurt me. Yeah. Uh, that was going to yeah. be my pick. Love that. Love I'm, in, that. I'm that. in that just now. Yeah, and then I read, I read, I read, I read Shoe Dog, and then I read uh, Gary V. Oh, crushing it, crushing it, yeah, yeah. I love those Gary. are all in my rotation. So I mean, uh, I haven't read in twenty, thirty years. So I'm slowly starting to read. I'm realizing now that I always want to be on people, but my wife likes to read, my son likes to read. So it's nice to just kind of decompress and sit back and read a book. Yeah, and I'm slowly getting into books again. So actually, tangible books. I can't do the the iPad stuff like that because I'm too old. But but I'm actually enjoying reading books, and I'm realizing it's a good escape, and I'm learning, and there's a lot of things that I can feed my soul with, or just you know grow with. And yeah. so, you know, it's funny, at the beginning of the year, I set myself up that I'm going to do 100 books this year. Okay. So my goal is to crank out like a book every week. Yeah. This Grogan's book is a little thick. It's slowing me down. Yeah. But really? it's yeah. it's a good book. And I do both. I read paper. I, I yeah. do audio. I do audible because I'm always in traffic. Or when I'm at the at the PT, you know, I'm sitting there like stretching or iced up or yeah. doing that. Uh, What's that? Electric stuff. The uh, tens. Then I can just listen to the book. I just got Atomic Habits. Yeah. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got Atomic Habits. And I got oh. something else. Something happiness. I got atomic habits in this in this joint too. Yeah. But uh, this uh, my my recommendation would be "Can't Hurt Me" by David uh, Goggins. Like really, really good book. Especially, huh? You know, he lived in Hawaii for a couple years. No, no. Yeah, you'll get to the middle of the book. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that to me, that is a very, very good book for someone that's trying to overcome something. And for me, it was getting out of my head about the recovery. Yeah. Or possibly like like not walking right or whatever. So like, hey, again. Every day better, yeah. bro. You can't, there's no better yeah. statement right yeah. now, boo. I really, really love you for that. Um, anything I can do to help you, like definitely, I'm gonna help you with this website because you're killing me. Yeah. <laughs> you're not the first <laughs> but I, I really you. appreciate you coming through, taking time out of your day. You know, you could be somewhere yelling at somebody about lifting weights or whatever. No, no, I pre- I'm grateful for the opportunity. Yep. This has been the Solid Podcast. Uh, you can find us on. I see we on the iTunes Apple Podcast now. I always want to say iTunes, but it's Apple Podcast now. You can find us on Google Play. You can find us on Spotify, uh, Stitcher, and of course at Solid.fm. I'm your host Doc Rock. We'll see you again soon. Don't forget, take time, go to one of these joints and leave a review. Press some stars, like it, and if you don't like it, send me an email and let me know what we can fix. Because hey, 
every day better. It's the money. Oh, man. Thank you, E. I appreciate Welcome, it, fam. Man.